Welcome to the Paradigm Shift Podcast, where we are unraveling the roots of abortion through real-life stories and expert conversations. My name is Karen Barbito, and I'm the Director of Programming for Support After Abortion, and your host right here on the Healing Network Facebook Live every Tuesday at 4 o'clock. So excited that you're here today. We have so much to talk about. You probably saw in that entry video that we have a conference, a virtual conference that we're hosting. It's going to be from July 30th through August 1st. So this entire month of Facebook Live events is going to feature present presenters from that virtual conference. So without further ado, sit back and relax. We're gonna introduce our first guest today. Her name is Jeannie Pernia. She's the founder of Heartbeat Miami, and now she's the international training coordinator for Passion Life. Won't you please help me in welcoming Jeannie Pernia? Hey, my friend, how are you? Hi, Karen, I'm good, I'm good. Excited to be a part of this. Yeah, we're so glad that you're here. Some of you watching may notice that the video is a little blurred on Jeannie's end. We're really just trying to disguise the identity of our presenters. No, I'm just kidding. We're just having some video difficulties <laughs> today, so please bear with us. Um, so Jeannie, gosh, I'm so glad you're here. Tell me, why why is it that you wanted to be a part of this conference? Well, I'll tell you what, I have been a big supporter of Support After Abortion from the moment I met you. I knew that you were going to be a part of my life and you are. And so is yeah. Lisa. I just love what you do. I have been a part of after abortion recovery now for about 13 years. So, you know, I want to be where it's at because I know as someone who's experienced, I know the need that there is to provide help to women. Yeah. And, and so now I know that you volunteer at Heartbeat Miami. Tell us what you do there. Yes, absolutely. Um, as you had shared, I'm co-founder with Martha Avila, who's the president of Heartbeat of Miami. And uh, it, it was a totally God thing, the way that we both came uh, into starting this pregnancy center, uh, which was back in July 9, 2007. Um, we both started, I did, I, I was in charge of all the clinical part because my history has to do with clinical uh, working in, in clinics, and she was obviously the operations and administrator part. So we took off and we successfully opened five locations. And oh, wow. back in uh, 2017, the, the founder who came to Miami and started the pregnancy movement, Reverend John Ensor, after 10 years of serving in Heartbeat, asked me if I would like to step up and go with him and travel internationally. And of course, I said, absolutely. Um, my husband gave me the okay. So we travel about six or seven times a year to the areas, uh, the countries where abortion is most concentrated. And so when I'm not traveling, I will always be a part of Heartbeat of Miami because it has a strong um, part of me is there. I have an office that I operate out of when I'm here in Miami at the original first location, which we'll talk more about. And uh, whenever we're out, we're traveling, uh, we're seeing, we've been to about seven or eight different countries, but with COVID, we haven't been able to go anywhere. So I'm really working a lot more here locally at the clinics. Yeah, so, so 
tell me about the retreats. And when I called you the other day to set up for this interview, you were doing an interview. So let's hear a little bit about this retreat that you have. Yes. Um, we have really taken upon the um, Forgiven and Set Free by Linda Cochran has really been very successful for us. And so what we've been doing is the weekend, uh, three and a half days, we try to keep it to about three or four participants. And uh, one of our clinics is out close to the college and it's, it's a house. So whenever we have the opportunity of, of going and using the house, it just works perfectly. It's a large three bedroom house. And so we prepare the retreat and we just see God do amazing, amazing things. Many of the women who come to volunteer um, and hear about it are the ones that step forward. And once they've, they receive the healing, they're able to really serve the women that come to the clinics. So we are getting yeah. ready right now. Uh, second week of August, we'll be having a, a, a retreat. Wow. So if somebody wanted to get plugged into a future retreat that you were going to have, how would they do that? How do they contact they you or express contact? Well, through, yeah, they, they go ahead through the clinic, through heartbeatofmiami.org. They, if, you know, if they're from this area or they want to be a part of it, uh, what we usually do is we try to have two to three retreats a year. Um, they, there possibly might be one other. Uh, there's another person also uh, who I work very closely with who also does it here in the Kendall area. So we've got, you know, a couple of other people that are also um, involved in, in retreats and in doing the forgiven and set free. So if they can contact us, I can assure you that we will definitely plug them in at some area sometime. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Jeannie, for what you do. You know, you mentioned something earlier, and I just want to go back there because probably the audience doesn't know what Passion Life is. So could you tell us a little bit more about the Reverend who started the um, Pregnancy Center Movement in Miami and the kinds of work that you're doing in Cuba and China and things like that? Absolutely. Yes, uh, Reverend John Ensor uh, is the CEO of Passion Life. And um, he actually began as, as a pastor in Massachusetts. Uh, he, re he recognized the issue of abortion when just, you know, decided he wanted to do a study and, and bring it to the congregation and share with them. And to his surprise, many of the people from his church actually um, began to weep and express their pain and everything that they had gone through and one of the women that was there actually had had her abortion like within the last two years. So he knew clearly that that was on his watch. And he as well repented and he made a decision that he wanted to take the step and open pregnancy help clinics in the Boston area. And after he did about six, I think it was six or seven clinics, uh, he joined Heartbeat International. And they decided to do a pilot program and um, get an idea of what abortion looked like in America. And as you know, I always say that we were under the radar here in Miami-Dade County. But when the studies yeah. went out and they did everything statistically wise, Miami-Dade County was number one in abortion and abortion providers. And as God would do, 
just uh, he landed here in Miami back, I think it was 2005 or 2006, and ended up going to Martha's church and my church. And allow me to tell you that when I heard uh, this, uh, apparently this, this pastor that was coming to visit, and when I heard him talk about the topic, I cringed. I wanted to run out. I didn't want to hear it. I'm like, why is he talking about this in church? And mm. lo and behold, it was only because he didn't know who was in the audience. And, and I uh, immediately felt convicted because one of the other um, members of the church stood up and she started to share about her abortion. And allow me to tell you that I had not really dealt with that. And yeah, it slowly and, and started coming up. And so that's so important for those of you watching, you know, you know, we need to start talking about it from the platform and create a safe place for the men and women that are sitting in the congregation that have had past abort abortions and are so afraid of being judged by the church. So I just appreciate him so much from speaking about it from the platform. Now we're intentionally kind of staying away from why Jeannie is really going to be at the conference because we don't want to give away too much of her presentation. And we want you to be sitting on the edge of your seat, like waiting for July 30th through August 1st to happen. Make sure you write down her name, Jeannie Pernia. You can watch it at any time that you want, you don't want to miss it. And so Jeannie, can you just give us a little teaser about what that presentation is going to be like? Don't give away too much, but just to get people to come back at the end of this month. <laughs> Absolutely. I want to, I want to express and to share from the bird's eye of someone who sat there and tried to deceive and lie to women and tell them that abortion was okay to be sitting in that same room today sharing with them the truth of the gospel and the opportunity to travel internationally to the hot spots around the world and to tell you that these women are all the same but unfortunately yeah. many of them and i want to indicate especially the ones that that are in china and in cuba the ones in China, they have no say. If they are pregnant and they're not married, guess what? They force them to abort. And then you have yeah. the other pivotal side in the Caribbean, in Cuba, where for them, these women, the moment that they find out that they're pregnant, it's immediately, oh no, this is not happening because their great-grandmother, their grandmother, and their mother told them, you don't want to have children in a communistic country where there's no food. But I'll tell you what, yeah. we are saving yeah. babies in both places and it's from the church. So that's, uh, oh, that's awesome. uh, a, a good chunk of, of what I hope to share and, uh, yeah. Showing that and so let me take you back. Worldwide. Yes. Thank you for that. Jeannie. I want to take you back to what she first said. There's something really pivotal about the building that she works out of. So I'm just gonna give you that little teaser and invite you to come back, find Jeannie Pernia on the schedule and make sure that you watch her presentation. My friend, thank you so much for being here. I can't thank wait to see you in person and hug your neck. You're welcome. God bless you, my sister. So they, Bye. Thank you. So ladies and gentlemen that are watching, that is just the first guest that we have on our show today. Now I'd like to introduce Tony McFadden. She's the founder of their program called Relationships Matter. Hi, Tony. 
How are Hi, you? How are you? Thanks for having me. So we have never, yes, I know we've never met before today. So I'm so excited that you're here. You also are a presenter. You can see that we're still having the same issue and we're blurring her intentionally. Not really. We're just having some technical issues. If you just joined us, this is not normally how our video looks. Um, but we just have to go on with the show. So Tony, so glad you're here. Um, I am so excited. Yeah. You're going to be a presenter at our conference as well. The conference, again, just if you're just tuning in, is from August 30th to, um, I, I mean, July 30th through August 1st. Um, those three days, you're available to watch all the pre-recorded stuff that you want in any order that you want. Um, I'm not sure if we have um, the website where you can sign up. It's a free conference. If we have that website available, we'll put that up for you on the screen so that you can register to be a free participant at it. And there is that website. Thank you. Um, we'll keep that up for the remainder of the show. And so, Tony, how did you decide, how did you become part of this conference? I've never met you, haven't heard of you before. So tell me where the connection starts and how we got you, you know, to be a part of this. We're so excited. Well, the amazing Star Parker. Uh, I met Star last year. We did, we were on a debate panel together in Mexico debating uh, pro-choice versus pro-life. Obviously, we're on the pro-life side. And that's how we met and started to gain a relationship. And so she gave you guys my name and here I am. That's so cool. So again, we don't want to give away too much about what you're presenting on, but I know that your program is not part of your presentation. So can you tell us, you know, we briefly spoke and I am just really intrigued. And, and, and I think what you've developed is just so critical for our youth today. So again, the program is called Relationships Matter. Yes. It's called Relationships Matter, and it's basically giving the youth tools on how to honor themselves, value themselves, and not give into the culture's lies that they that sex is no big deal and that it's not going to matter. And so it's not just talking about STDs and pregnancy, but it's actually building up who they're becoming. Basically saying the relationships you're in right now, most of them say, I want to get married someday how you're treating relationships is going to affect the most important relationship when you're standing at that altar. And so what I'm doing is trying to build in this character and um, to build a strong foundation so that they're not dealing with a crisis pregnancy, that they're not just following whatever the world is telling them and saying it's no big deal because they're not gonna be with you when you're, when you're dealing with a crisis. So that's kind of, it's a yeah. 45, 50 minute, presentation and the kids are just in awe because they want they are longing for truth and they're longing for authenticity because they're being bombarded with a message that really doesn't honor them or care about them yes and when we briefly spoke tony you said to me if i i hope i get this right you said that you want to tell kids the thing that you wish someone had told you when you were their age. Yeah. Can you give us some specific yeah. examples about that, of, of, of those types of things that you wish you had been told? Well, one of my favorite analogies that I give is the fact that when you put a ring on your finger, that you're not just, it's just not any kind of ring. And when you're standing at the altar, you don't automatically become faithful, honest, and trustworthy. You either have built those things into who you are or you haven't. Mm -hmm. And so no one taught me all the way back in middle school and high school that 
these are the things you're going to need. And these are the things you're need, you're going to need to develop to be the woman who you need to be in a marriage. Um, we're taught everything else, but for some reason, we're just expected to know how to have relationships. And when it comes to sex and relationships, that it's going to matter. Giving your heart away, giving your emotions, giving the most intimate thing to someone else who is not committed to you by marriage will affect you. And no one ever told me those things. That is so good. You know, you're talking about pouring into yourself to equip you to become what you're going to become later on in life, right? We think that yes. we get some kind of age limitation and now we're an adult. We're supposed to know what that's like, right? I love that. Can you tell us a little bit more about some of the topics that you talk about with these youth? Yes, I talk about building a foundation. I talk about obviously why it makes sense to save sex for marriage. I also talk about boundaries because a lot of times people think boundaries are a bad thing. But what I'm saying is boundaries actually give you freedom. For example, sports, football, for example, what would happen if there were no referees, there were no lines on the field, there were no rules? It might seem fun, but it's going to be chaotic. And the rules are there not to take away your freedom, but to actually keep you safe. So when you're in a relationship, when sex is not an option, you're actually protecting yourself because if you don't end up marrying that person, they're not taking something from you that doesn't belong to them in the first place. Yeah, that's so good. Um, you know, I think about the women that we, the women and men that we work with that have been impacted by abortion and not, they don't have that kind of foundation, right? They're behaving in ways that they don't really understand. And, and we know that there's a deeper root to what drives people to fill that need that's unfulfilled, right? Yeah. So what, mm -hmm. what, when you come across these people, what kind of things do you think that they're trying to fulfill through these relationships and, and having sex yeah. before marriage? I mean, there's no cookie cutter way. I, when I'm talking to some to someone's one-on-one, -on -one, I'm drawing out their own experience, where they brought up. A, a lot of people have never seen a good marriage in front of them, or they don't have a father right. in the home. And they're right. seeking out, and especially if you don't have Christ as your foundation, you're gonna be reaching for anything to give you identity, to give you worth. And we live in a culture of instant gratification and sex can make you feel that way in the moment. But I've talked to so many kids that afterwards, their hearts have been given back to them in a million pieces. And they've seen the person that they were that intimate with, with someone else. And they're just told to get over that. And what yeah. I'm thinking is that does matter. And I see you and I see your emotions and that's right to be hurt by that. But what I'm also doing is holding them up to a higher standard. I think in our culture, we've lowered the standard and said, oh, you're probably gonna do it anyway. This is just the culture. And I'm saying, no, I might be the first voice you hear that says, no, you can raise the bar. And when you set your standards high, you'll start meeting people who are setting their standards high too. Yeah. And so, you know, I know the why behind your what, you know, I know why you're sitting in that chair and why you're so passionate about this. And, yeah. and so for those of you that are watching, when you, when you come to our virtual conference, you know, Tony has her own personal testimony that she's going to be sharing with you. Can you just give us a nugget again to help the audience that's watching right now, lean in and then retune in um, and register for our conference. What would you want us before we do that? Um, why, who would you encourage to come to our conference and why? I mean, anyone who is 
either had an abortion before and they're still struggling with healing from that, or if you've never talked to anyone about it, or you've been on the fence, or you're not knowledgeable about what abortion and how it affects women and men, not just the women. So, I mean, I think there's so many amazing speakers that you're going to have a hard time choosing which ones to watch. But I think, um, younger, you know, just teenagers, because they're being bombarded with so many messages, but also equipping yourself as an adult on how to talk to others who are, are on the fence or thinking about having an abortion, how can you be equipped to be able to combat that and walk alongside them? Yeah. And if I could just add to that pregnancy help centers that have clients coming through their doors with a crisis pregnancy, you know, some of those women are going to have had a, a, an abortion in their past. And, and this conference is going to equip you on how to start that conversation, how to create a safe place to be able to discuss something that's so shameful, right? We want to, we want to eliminate the stigma from talking about abortion, right? We want to change the yeah. paradigm so that people feel safe and free to be able to talk about it so that they can walk out their healing and get breakthrough to that other side where they can be used, right? God, doesn't waste our pain. He puts purpose to our pain. And that's what this conference is all about. So now, Tony, the teaser, give us that teaser. Well, you said God doesn't waste our pain. And my topic is the God that, that does not waste anything in the God of redemption, because he is. And so throughout my journey of showing how I have walked through the healing process of abortion, I'm going to be sharing that. But here's the thing. There's has something to do with this ring right here, which I won't give any details about it. You'll have to come in here. What I have, yeah. <laughs> so something about the ring is big in your top. Okay, all right. Now that to me, folks, is an absolute great teaser. Like, what in the world does this ring have to do with her personal testimony? So I'm excited to watch that too. Make sure that you look for Tony McFadden on our schedule. It will be a pre-recorded presentation that you can watch at your convenience anytime between July 30th and August 1st. Tony, it's been so good. I look forward to getting to know you even better. This was quick and short, and yeah. um, but I'm super excited that, you know, just for us to be able to work together in the future. I know that God has plans for our ministries because um, we're all, all about collaboration. So uh, for all of you that are watching today, um, please tune in for next week. We'll have two more presenters from our conference um, to share with you um, things other than what they're going to share with you at the conference. Uh, but we'll be here again next Tuesday at 4 p.m. on our Healing Network Facebook Live. Thanks so much for watching. Thank you for joining us today. If you or someone you know has been impacted by abortion, you are not alone. Contact us today at supportafterabortion.com. If you are inspired by today's message, we welcome you to join the conversation by following us on Facebook or Instagram.